What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Evolution Radio Network, Rampage Rants, Tuesday Night Turmoil, with your host, Jess Blue, Chaotic Katie, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Step into the ER, wrestling fans, and step into the turmoil. Welcome, everyone, to another loaded edition of Rampage Rants Tuesday Night Turmoil. You are live on the Evolution Radio Network. We are now live in the ER for Rampage Rants TNT. I am Sadistic John David, along with my co-host, the Dean of Wrestling Referee, Steve Kane. Oh, is she here, or is it just me? It's just you for now. It's just you right now. Okay, and the reason why the show will never be a bag of dicks, Chaotic Katie. All right, all right, all right. Well, we have a lot to discuss tonight, and... uh, Okay, Matthew. Right. We have a lot to discuss here tonight, and we're going to get things started as soon as Jess Blue gets here. I'm going to let Steve Kane talk about some breaking news. Until then, though, we have some breaking news regarding well, uh, um, I, I have, I have. Well, no, no, no. I'm going to start off. Well, first off, I'm going to start off. Just a reminder, tomorrow night on Wrestling Authority Radio, Bill Alfonso, the man who calls it right down my barrel, daddy, is going to be here. I just got off the phone with him uh, literally right before we went on the air. He's all excited about tomorrow night. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I know you guys are as well. Um, But uh, now I have to, uh, unfortunately, kind of go... uh, off on an end that I don't like to do, but it is something that uh, is uh, necessary, and it's a uh, um, statement that uh, we are issuing regarding um, June 1st Rebellion Rising show here in Pontiac, Illinois. Um, So, the four most famous and sometimes infamous words in the wrestling business are current subject to change. There can be a myriad of reasons for someone not being at an event or even leaving a promotion. Whether personal or family emergencies, injuries, numerous things can cause a person not to be at an event. That being said, we regret to inform you that Nick Brubaker will not be involved with the RWF. 
Brubaker contacted us earlier this week to inform us that he would not be appearing in events that he was contracted and advertised to appear in. We wish Nick the best in his future endeavors. Now, while we are disappointed, we did not sit around and bemoan the situation. We got to work right away and were able to secure the services of someone who is very familiar to the fans of the Illinois Valley area. We are legally required at the moment to keep his identity a secret. However, we guarantee the fans will be both shocked and thrilled by the person we have gotten to replace Nick Brubaker. If you want to find out who this mystery wrestler is, the only way you'll be able to is to purchase your tickets to Rebellion Rising. Tickets are available exclusively through Eventbrite. Go to the RWF page and get your tickets now. Well, you you said some things that uh, are said that uh, I'm not going to be so nice about. So um, I'm going to play this. Okay. my Facebook page, I have put that tonight we'll be shooting with Sean and shooting with Steve. Um, I'm going to let uh, Steve has made his statement, but if he has more to say about this when I'm done, I will gladly let him say it. The same way I'm right. not well, going to stop that's Katie. The, that's the official statement. That's what same... we're being diplomatic on. Uh, I'm okay. not going to stop Katie from saying what she wants to say. I'm not going to stop Jess Blue from saying what she wants to say. All right, the first, thing is, the, the first thing is this. Mr. Brubaker was contacted back in November about the June 1st date and decided to take the booking. Now, he is given no real reason as to why he will not be showing up to these dates. This decision of him not being there was not a decision made by us. It wasn't even a decision that we agreed to. This was handed to us by Brubaker, and I've got this to say about it. If you want to screw over the fans that made you a star in this area, that's fine and well. I'm not mad. Okay? These things happen. I've been doing this. RWF has been open. It'll be 10 years in September. I'm used to this kind of thing by now. What pisses me off is you want to fuck over the fans that made you a star in this area. 
That's what makes me mad. You decided to let somebody else get in your head. God only knows who it was, but I'll find, I'll get to the bottom of that. Mark my words, I will. And you decided to let somebody not only take away your booking fee, but Brew Baker was also supposed to do the training that day, which means that at this time, there will no longer be training for the June 1st event. There will be training, however, uh, that will start up again in September on the September 14th event. Now, I'm not happy about that because it's making me as a promoter lose money. I'm not happy that I just had a thousand posters printed with your damn face on them, and now I look like a fool because you decided to let down the fans that made you a star in this area. We had an agreement. I actually paid you, was willing to pay you more than what a lot of people think you're worth. And you still decided to not only fuck me, but fuck over the fans in, the er- in an area that made you a star. I find it deplorable. I find it disgusting. I find that you would let somebody get in your head that much and, and sway you out of what many called a solid booking. And you can ask anyone that worked for Steve or I's last two events in 2016 or 2017 if they were paid in full. Because they were. So you have no real legitimate reason whatsoever to back out of these dates. But you did so anyway. I'm mad that you want to mess, fuck over the fans that made you a star in this area. Because if it wasn't for these fans, I don't know that you'd be as well known as what you are. But I will say this much. I wish you nothing but the best in your future endeavors, but know that you, the door for you is never open at RWF again. You not only screwed me, you screwed the fans. That's what pisses me off the most. Because these fans made you a star, and you're not going to give them what was promised to them back in November, when the match was signed and the match was announced. You wait until the promoter has a thousand posters out with your face on it. You wait until the promoter has a TV ad almost ready to be sent to the cable company to make air. And then you want to tell the promoter that, hey, I'm not going to show up. It's unprofessional. It's disgusting. I find it, you know, very, you know, here you are doing all these tryouts to be signed by a big major company, but yet you want to have actions like this. And you don't think these actions and the words about these actions will get out. Well, I'm here to tell you, Brubaker, I will sing this from the rooftops. You fucked us over. You fucked the fans over in this area. So whoever wants to go next, go ahead. I find it absolutely trifling. I think it's ridiculous. It's unacceptable. How dare they? How dare they take a booking and when their name goes on posters, they then cancel? No, I think that he should pay for the next thousand posters to be printed without his damn likeness on it because that is unprofessional. It is disgusting. And if you have no intention on following through a booking, then don't fucking take it. Exactly. Someone else could have been and there. And this will follow you. As I've gone through so many seminars, because I, too, am trying to climb the ropes 
and go to a higher level than the independent scene. And they tell you that everything you do on the independent scene will follow you. And I will make sure that, as far as I'm concerned, everybody will know, as far as my voice reaches, and I like to scream a lot and people listen to me. Me and E.F. Hutton, when I talk, people fucking listen. I swear to God, I will tell everybody that this son of a bitch held this company for ransom and didn't do what he was supposed to do. It's fucking bullshit. It's unprofessional, and it's childish. You should at least say, hey, the reason I can't be there is because, you know, it would be different if somebody died, like, the day before or something like that. But to fucking just bow out and not give any kind of, like, reason, it's childish, unprofessional. And if it's any kind of fucking politics with any of our other people who have started all kinds of bullshit, then you are just a fucking pawn in a game, and you will never be a successful person because you can't fucking think for yourself. Whoa. I warned you all that I would not stop just Blue. I would not stop Katie. Katie has the floor next if she wants it, and then see Jane. I, I, I say something really short. Exactly. Um, I'll echo what Blue said. If you can't take a booking, that's one thing, and you have a damn good reason for bowing out, that's one thing. Okay, whether it be a death or, you know, even pull the Greg Brady excuse, something suddenly came up. You know, like anything, anything but backing, backing away from it after the posters are made and everything. Because when it comes right down to it, yeah, it's a booking, uh, it's a booking somebody else could have had. But you're letting down the fans, period. Fans that saw you on the poster, fans that are looking forward to you coming, fans that knew you were coming. So I think it's disgraceful. Somebody else could have had that booking. Well, somebody else is going to have that booking because, yeah. you know what, they're going to be better. Saying. It's going to be a better show. But tickets have already been sold with the promise that you're going to be there. So there are people that could be potentially already disappointed because – they bought a ticket to see you, you dumb motherfucker. Yep. Mm-hmm. And now I'll let now I'll let Steve Kane say his piece and cues on the undiplomatic front, because <clears throat> I know he has something to say about this. Nick Brubaker, I have known you. We have been I've considered friends for at least seven or eight years. We've worked together in a number of different promotions. Up to this point, you've always been a class act. You've always honored your bookings. You've done you've done the job when uh, when you were supposed to do the job, without arguing, without complaining, without questioning. You're screwing me over. I don't know why, but you're throwing you're throwing a, a seven or eight year friendship out the window. And just remember something, Nick. Not only do I have connections in the Chicago area, I have connections with all of the major promotions operating right now. Yes, I do. I have connections at Impact. I have connections at Ring of Honor. I have connections at AEW. And yes, I have connections at WWE. So, son, you can take your 30-plus-year-old 
inked up body and just uh stay in that stay working in that uh in that gym down in Bloomington and be a weekend warrior because son Ooh. that's all you're gonna be for the rest of your so called career. And I'm gonna make sure of that fact. That uh now, that T that T V shot hold on. That T V that T V shot that you did with Hammerstone on Impact that's gonna be your last time working for them. That's a promise. Now, I also need to say this, and I'm not going to reveal who this is at, at this time, but know that okay. there there is another member of the RWF roster that has held the company hostage. I found out through the grapevine through another promoter that works with us that this individual also tried to hold this other promoter hostage. Mm. Can we call her dumb fucking cunt? Uh, well, we're not gonna call her. We're not gonna call her him anything. We're we're just gonna leave Aww. this be for right now. Um, but know that you guys are uh, too politically correct for me tonight. I can't handle it. Right? Know know that we know uh, your game, and know that uh, after June first, other people will know your game, if not before then, because we don't go for this shit. The only reason that we gave in is because of the other problems that we had with this card. And so we didn't look like fools. But it won't happen again. And I will make sure, and Steve will make sure, and other people that are on this that know who you are, will make sure that other promotions know about your game. And you will lose bookings because of it. Because we're not playing around here. So, know that we know who you are. Know that we know your game. And know that your game will be out of now, if there's anybody else that wants to bail on RWF Rebellion Rising, please do so now. Because I don't have the time or patience to put up with any motherfuckers that want to be half-assed when it comes to taking a booking with us. I have a list a mile long of talent that would love to come here and work. And Steve and I don't have time for it. And neither does the third person that's on this booking committee. Yep. And I'm too and I'm too old for this BS. However, you don't you don't you don't want you don't want to rob me the wrong way. Yeah, go ahead, Jess. However, when I call your name to the ring, you better hope to God I have forgotten, or that I have come, you know, that I'm having a good day, because I will fucking trash you with the goddamn mic in my hand. Make no bones about it. I'm, I'm I sorry. Lose, I will lose my shit. I'm not cool. This is not cool. I worked in 13 different states. I worked for promotions all over. You know, this kind of game where you try to hold somebody hostage and want more money, you know what? You do that in the negotiating oh. process, not once you're already on there. It's not okay. We're going we're gonna to review here. Brubaker is no longer a part of RWF. He made that decision solely on his own. It wasn't even one that we agreed to. We're not happy about it, but if that's the way he wants to be, that's fine. Because this is going to be the only hint that we're going to drop about the individual that we've signed to take Brubaker's place. The man debuted in the Illinois Valley in 2002. That is the only hint you're going to get. You could consider him an Illinois Valley legend. That's your hints. 
That's all you're going to get. If you want to find out who this individual is that is making their return to the Illinois Valley area after all this time, you need to get tickets now. Because um, this is going to be something that's going to blow the roof off the place, and there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be shocked and uh, maybe even surprised to see this individual back. But uh, that's because people have counted this individual out for too long. And like I said, they made their debut in 2002. It is now 2019, 17 years ago. This person was probably one of the biggest names that the area ever saw. So it's going to be a big night. Um, We wish Brubaker nothing but the best, but uh, I still, I'm going to say it one last time. I believe he fucked the fans that made this, him a star in this area. And I don't think that that's cool. Uh, The same way that uh, we haven't even talked about this one, uh, but I, I, we may have touched on it, but Curtis Wilde is no longer going to be a part of Rebellion Rising, and that was a decision that he made, uh, not us, and he made that a couple months ago. I don't know if we touched on that or not, but um, he, he decided that uh, he wanted to see better from us, and uh, personally, Steve and I feel that we're doing better now than what we've ever done in, in the ten year, almost 10 years that we've been in existence. So if you're not aboard the train, get the fuck off the train. Um, so, but we still have the icons that are going to happen that night. It'll be Sin inducted, and it'll be Sea-Red uh, inducted. And uh, give me one second here. Steve, talk for a second about uh, 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 some of the work we've done promoting this event, like the Facebook and everything. Well, yeah. Um, yes. On the Facebook. Right. Well, well, well no, he's, he's, not saying, he's not saying it in that, in that way. Um, I know. But, uh, but we do have um, a lot of you in the area have uh, seen a uh, Facebook ad from us, and uh, you'll continue to see it. It has a link to uh, be able to purchase the tickets online. That is our preferred method. Uh, we will be getting one or two ticket outlets uh, going shortly, but uh, we prefer that you buy them online. That way we absolutely know how many people are showing up so that we can have the proper amount of seating available. This is, again, as we have talked about many times over the past uh, few months, this is a limited seating venue. So the sooner you get your tickets, the less chance you will have of being disappointed that night. Yes. All right, we're going to talk about uh, uh, the the show now, the event, uh, Rebellion Rising. Uh, first and foremost, this will be the night that Steve Kane and I celebrate 26 years of independent professional wrestling in the Illinois Valley area. It's a milestone that cannot be forgotten for the Illinois Valley. 26 years of independent wrestling in this area consistently, and uh, I that's going to be going away anytime soon. So we're very excited that's about that. That's longer than I've been alive. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, oh, so so we're going we're gonna to go over the matches now. It'll be 24 karat gold, Jimmy Carrot versus Mr. M80, Marche Rocket, with the urban sensation, C-Red, in his corner. 
There's going to be an exciting matchup. It's taken place one other time down in Springfield, Illinois, and uh, this tore the roof off the building then. And what uh, what a great match this is going to be. Let me tell you something. I've known Carrot quite a while, and uh, he's always been trying to grab that brass ring. If he can pull a victory over Marche Rocket on June the 1st at Rebellion Rising, he may be able to propel his career. But know that Marche Rocket is no easy opponent for anyone. He is somebody that Steve has known a very long time, Steve has worked with, and Steve is going to tell you why Marche Rocket is such a hard opponent to have for Jimmy Carrot. Well, I'll tell you what, this is the the big thing about Marche. Um is he's very tall. He's about six six. He's also he's he's slim. He's he's muscle. He's muscle. Don't uh, don't don't get don't get me wrong on that. He does he does have a he does have a very good build. But uh he's got extremely long legs which make his kicks all that more all that more lethal and at the same time, gives him gives him an advantage as far as being able to keep away from his opponent. Yeah. And his and his and his overall and his overall skills. I mean, anybody who might have seen him uh, during his run on Impact Wrestling saw the abilities that he has. Uh, I mean, if if that if if they would have given that. Uh, X Division group a good run, the likelihood is he would have been X Division champion at some point. So that that should that should tell you a lot right there. Yes. Then we go to the next match. It'll be the fallen one. Nick Vendetta Ooh. with his new manager. Because she's she his original manager has something else she'll be doing that night. So Nick Vendetta will be with Spragan. And I, I, I don't know, I've seen a lot, of, a, a lot about Nick Vendetta. And, uh, you know, I love you, Jess, uh, Malice Mayhem, but you don't know Spragan. Spragan is one of the most maniacal individuals that I have ever come across. Um, he has done some really underhanded things to us in the RWF in the past. And... Um, I think him with Vendetta is is. I don't know what's gonna happen. I've I'll seen, allow I've, it this time. I'll allow it this time. But that is my my demon. I go very far with it. I have a whole demon squad. That is my demon. But I have other plans that night, so I will allow him to delve in the possibility of some other management. I'm gonna go cry oh. myself in the toilet. <laughs> oh, oh, honey. Uh, his opponent what, Well he will have two opponents That night First it'll be Ruthless Rockin Rivera <clears throat> And if you have not seen Rockin Rivera You need to go look up some footage Of this individual He's starting to make waves I saw a video earlier today of some of his footage And he's just flying all over that ring So you have Nick Vendetta You have Ruthless Rockin Rivera And now you have a guy That uh, this guy just creeps me out. He, he's got a weird look about him. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to expect from now him. Wait, now wait a, a second. Wait a second. Wait here, Sean. 
you've dealt with sin for how many years, and you're saying this guy creeps you out? Yeah. Well, this guy's this got a serious, different look to him. Like this guy. Um, let me make sure that that's the right picture. I want to make sure that that's the right picture. Um, I sent it to you guys. Uh, this individual, I don't know. He he's just got this look that just gives me an unsettling uh, feeling in my stomach. His name is Jake Braddock, and. He gives you the uh, so he gives you the willies? Yes. Um, okay, man. He looks, like somebody, Steve, he looks like a guy I used to ride motorcycle with. Steve yeah. will understand what right. I mean when this guy reminds no. me of Max Holiday. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, he could be, he could be Max's doppelganger. Uh-huh. Yes. So we have a three-way dance or a triple threat match. Nick Vendetta with Spragan versus Ruthless Rock and Rivera versus Jake Braddock. Then we have Brian Blade returning to the RWF to take on an RWF newcomer. Uh, This newcomer is somebody that Steve and I have tried to sign to almost every RWF event that we've ever done. And for whatever reason, the dates have never lined up until now. And making his debut on Saturday night, June the 1st, to take on Brian Blade will be Brandon Espinosa. Now, we know a lot about Brian Blade. Brian Blade is probably one of the toughest son of a bitches that I've ever seen grace the ring. But Espinoza is fast. Espinoza has been around a long time. So I don't know what to expect out of this match, but I know it's going to be a good one. Um, uh, Blade is not the biggest powerhouse in the world you will ever see, but he's got power behind him, no doubt. We've seen him pick up some big men. Uh, you know, there was there was a time that I worked for a company Blade was working for, and he was wrestling a guy by the name of Big Hoss. And uh, Big Hoss was probably about 400 pounds, and, and Blade managed to slam Big Hoss. So I've seen Blade manhandle some big men, and um, I, I just don't know what to expect out of this one. Then we have what will probably be one of the most hard-hitting tag matches that you were going to see in this area this year. Uh, it will be the Axemen, Poe and Houston, which if you haven't been seeing these guys, you need to look them up because they, uh, they are two big men and they are making waves in tag team wrestling. Their opponent will be the team of Controlled Chaos. Crash Jackson and Bad Henry with Spragan. Spragan has yeah. promised that he will not have control of the chaos come June 1st, which means all hell will break loose in this match. We don't know this. And, this is gonna, and these ahead, are Pete. four big, I got to say, these are four big boys. I mean, uh, we're, we're not, we're not, uh, we're not looking at any cruiserweights here. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, these these boys are these boys are all tipping the scale of what at, at least two forty five two fifty a piece if not exactly. if not even a little bit more exactly so, I mean this this will the ring will be reinforced go ahead I think I'll have the buffet I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that is that is the tag match then we go to our women's match it's party unicorn 
Lainey Luck, who is making waves everywhere she goes. Um, she will be taking on the the art. <laughs> uh, she will be taking on the RWF uh, resident female. She has been with us for the last two events anyway, and uh, she won't be with us in September, but uh, she will be back in the future. And that is the Sriracha Muchacha Paloma Star. Sriracha Muchacha. I love saying her name. The Sriracha Muchacha. The Sriracha Muchacha. Blah, 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 blah. And you know what it it's time for with that? <laughs> you know what it's uh-huh. time for with that? I do. Me, 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 only me, 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 sexy me. has one of the most addictive freaking theme songs that I've ever heard. I said, this is why I can't stop fucking you, because I can't get your theme song out of my head. Go ahead. (laughs) I I have to tell you, I am so thankful that this is a call-in show, and that nobody can actually see me wiggle my butt all around my apartment. (laughs) And I promise when that music comes out, and I have to call her out, and I'm going to have to learn all everybody's names, I will try not to wiggle my ass around the damn ring as I'm calling her to the room, but I may have to break out to the stupid white girl dance because I am tragically unhip, and it will be really bad. And we may be fans. I am the queen of the white girl dance. It's okay. (laughs) I'm half black, and I should have some soul, and all I have is bad credit. You know what? Hey, I'm, I'm, skinny li- I'm a skinny little, I'm a short, skinny little white girl with no ass. Okay? Oh, oh, oh damn. Everybody dance now. I just got that credit. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. Uh, Steve, say what you were going to say, because you sounded like you wanted to say something. No, I did what I just wanted to do right there, so. <laughs> <laughs> then we have uh, t- another tag team match. It'll be one half of the Brute crew, Rowan Holmes, 
making his return to the RWF. He'll be tagging with a guy that has not been seen in this area in a, quite a long time. I believe 2008 was the last time this individual was seen down here, and that is the drunken Irishman, Angus McDuff. All right, make sure make sure that uh, make sure that the bar is secured before he comes out. <laughs> um, if you don't know anything about Rowan Holmes, Rowan Holmes is uh, part of a tag team, and they've been traveling around Illinois collecting tag team gold. Uh, his tag team partner, Angus McDuff, is a former Wicked Wrestling Alliance heavyweight champion. Had a hell of a match back in the day down here with a guy by the name of Billy Gunn. Yeah, you might know him. Suck it. Yeah, I know him. Uh, well, I don't know yeah. him personally. Yeah, he works. Yeah, he works for he works for uh, as uh, Triple H called the Piss Ant Company. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, their opponents will be second generation star Cody Jones and the Oriental Yay. Craze Sanji with Spragan. Spragan's got a lot of people that he signed for the June first event. Um, that ought to be interesting. Um. Then we have the one-man riot, Frank Wyatt, versus the guy that Cody told me he was bringing, his second cousin, Tyler Jones. Yep. So, so. Uh, we know that Cody is his second-generation star. If this is his cousin, well, uh, I don't know. I've seen I've seen some of Tyler's work. Um, Tyler and Cody together, that's a, that's a dangerous combination for Frank Wyatt, but if... Uh, I don't know. We know that Frank's not a little guy. I literally watched him at an event put somebody through a freaking wall. Yeah. Uh, so we will see what happens. And then uh, in your main event, it'll be Diamond Steel uh, taking on the Illinois Valley legend returning to the area that made his debut down here in 2002. So that is your matches for Rebellion Rising, and also don't forget that you have the 2018-2019 Icons of the Illinois Valley Inductions that will feature the inductions of C-Red, who um, love that guy to death. He's been on this radio program. Such a great guy. Has done a lot for the business. Still does a lot for this business. And one of the most entertaining managers that I have ever seen um, in my 17 years in this business. On the independent level, um, I've worked you, with a, I've worked with a ton of guys, and I'll tell you what, my you know, and this is not a, this is not a shot at any of the other guys that I've worked with over the years as far as managers go, but he has absolutely always been my favorite to work with. We have we have such a chemistry together. That is uh, just that is just amazing. I I wish that I wish that I physically could work because I would at least be involved in that opening match just so I could work with him again. Yes. Um, and then the other one, uh, I need to say my piece about this quickly, and then we will get moving. I promise. I just wanted to give everybody an yeah, actual. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that uh, I know. I, I know, Steve, but we. We we needed to, we needed to take the time to do this here tonight. Um, and then the other man that is being inducted that night 
is a man that without him, I don't know I'd, uh, if I'd be in the position that I am today. The man's name is Sin, and in 2003, he took a chance on a kid with a dream, and the kid with the dream is now promoting uh, an event that will be putting his trainer into the icons of the Illinois Valley. Very cool. Those of you who don't know, Sin trained me in 2003. Um, I did some training with some other individuals, but I don't give them credit anymore. Um, I, Sin takes credit for training me. Um, probably one of the most influential guys to my career. He's always been by my side. There's never been a device that I needed. It's been Sin that has given it. Um, this man was not only a veteran of the area since 1997, but he did own his own promotion at one point, the Wicked Wrestling Alliance, which would outlast Jay Repsol's Revolution Championship Wrestling. Um, uh, WWA lasted from 2003 to 2008 with one reunion show in 2011 while RCW only lasted from 2002 until 2005. So, um, not only has Finn earned his way by putting his body on the line in that ring, but he's promoted shows in this area that fans still talk about. You had um, Jerry Lynn that was brought here by WWA. You had Headbanger Mosh that was brought here by WWA. Mad Dog Vashon showed up in an early WWA show. If there's anybody that has earned Spike their Dudley. spot, Spike Dudley. If there is anybody that has earned their right to call themselves an icon of the Illinois Valley, it is Sin and it is C-Red. As far as Curtis Wild, well, he decided to pretty much spit in the face of Steve and I, and we've known uh, Curtis for over 10 mm-hmm. years. Um, I, I'm not happy about it. Um I'm not happy about it. I don't. I don't think that it's it's fair. I've known Curtis since I was probably 12 years old. I did not expect this from him. Uh, I don't appreciate it. But uh, if if that's the way you want to be, that's fine. Uh, I offered you the opportunity once. That doesn't mean that you'll ever be offered it again. I will say that much. So, with that being said, tickets are on sale now for Rebellion Rising. It all goes down Saturday night, June 1st at the VFW in Pontiac, Illinois. Doors open at 6 p.m. Bell time is 7 p.m. Now, I do want to give everybody an update. Uh, Tomorrow, 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 we will have general admission tickets and front row tickets going on sale at two locations. The first location is Marcelloni's Pizza in Pontiac. They have been doing a big booming business since the new owners take o- took over. And uh, get, go, go in there and grab yourself some dinner and pick up your RWF tickets. We will have 40 general admission tickets available there. They are $10 apiece. When they are gone, they are gone. We will have 15 front row tickets available there. When they are gone, they are gone. Front row are 15 apiece. The other ticket location will have the remainder of the tickets. It will be Trainer Flooring of Streeter. And Trainer will have 15 front row tickets available at $15 apiece. 
and 40 general admission tickets available at $10 a piece. When these physical tickets are gone, that is it. Your only options will be to pray to God that you can still buy at the door or buy them online through Eventbrite. Um, that, those are your options. We will not be printing any more tickets to be sold at either outlet. When they're gone, physically, they are gone. Uh, we are testing the waters a little bit to see what is going to be the best way for us to sell our tickets. We encourage you to buy them online. There is that convenience fee. Uh, I, again, we want to remind you that that convenience fee is something that is passed down from the ticket distributor that we cannot make go away. Um, it is, I believe, a, a little over $2. Oh, um, but it's the same way – it's it's the same way if you go to a bigger event like WWE or a concert and use Ticketmaster, you're going to get hit with ticket right. fees. So $2, a little over $2, maybe even $2.50 is a small price to pay to get into this event because this is going to be an event that is going to rewrite history of professional wrestling in the Illinois Valley area. Yep. The other thing exactly. I want to talk about quickly is there is an event scheduled for this weekend, and uh, we will see what happens with that. Uh, Jess, I believe your old buddy Cato is working that event. Hmm. Interesting. Jess Blue, where did you go? Oh, Jesse Blue. Maybe she maybe she danced her butt off and she's trying to sew it back on. Maybe. Um, sorry, I'm but, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You said something about my buddy, and I'm like, oh my god, I was gagging, and I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm yeah, no, um, yeah, this is the event and the poker. It just looks fucking fabulous. <laughs> for coming out tonight and uh, and hearing our update about RWF Rebellion Rising, and we're going to continue to the rest of the show here in just a minute. We're going to do something that we normally don't do. Instead of taking our break in 14 minutes, I'm going to go ahead and take it now and okay. allow my girls to call back in. And um, we're going to, we're just going to get right into the wrestling talk. And it's it's going to be a hell of a night here on the remainder of Rampage Rants Tuesday Night Turmoil. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
night at the Northeast Philly International Guard Armory. Craptastic Wrestling presents a non-star-studded car of unexplainable matches featuring the Mid-Afternoon Express versus Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy in a Falls Count Nowhere match. Jerry Idol versus Austin Waller in a fully empty arena match. Our main event Arnold Ziffle Jr. versus Oliver Wendell Douglas IV in a Fans Bring the Steel Cage parts match. Admission is just $1 because that's all this crap is worth. That's Craptastic Wrestling this Saturday. Doors open at 6 p.m. Matches start whenever we feel like it. Be there! Tax Refund Promotions presents Professional Wrestling, a show that will not actually happen. Starring pictures of former WWE, Impact, and Ring of Honor stars that we're going to put on our poster just to lure you suckers into the building, even though they will not actually be appearing. Featuring the pictures of the real wrestlers, who will just be local jabronis that we're getting for a hot dog and a handshake. All this will take place inside of the neighborhood bar that we're getting for the cost of a case of beer. And the ring will be our homemade wooden ring 
because no, we can't afford a real, actual safe wrestling ring. Liability insurance, you must be crazy. We can't afford that either. I'm not getting that much of a refund check back. All we can really afford is the beer and the posters. So, mummy, get my tax refund check ready and get it signed over to me because I want to hurry up and play wrestling promoter. Tax refund wrestling not coming soon to a location near you. Have you ever wanted to become a wrestler, a referee, or a manager? Well, then you got to come and join us at Welfare Wrestling. We got some of the best trainers around. They've trained at Northwest Georgia Championship Wrestling, Southwest Florida Championship Wrestling, Alabama Championship Wrestling, and all them other there championship wrestlers. And we charge $10 worth of food stamps that our weekly show is behind Myrtle's Trailer Park. And that's what you get paid, food stamps. That way you can come and wrestle, and then you can go over to Floyd's and buy yourself that T-bone steak for $1.50. So come on down to one of our weekly training sessions, Monday nights, Wednesdays right after church, and Friday nights. Come to the training camp right behind Goober Piles Gas Station, maybe area RFD. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. Y'all come down now, here. All righty. And we are back with more of Rampage Rants, Tuesday Night Turmoil, live inside the ER. I am Sadistic Sean David, once again with my co-host. The Dean of Wrestling Referee, Steve Kane. Evidently, okay. Jess is dancing her ass off again. She's here somewhere. All right. Um, I'm here. I'm. 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 Okay. Uh, I don't know who I am. I don't know where I am. I need an adult. I'm just Lou, also known as Malice Mayhem. Um, I'm halfway bitchy tonight, so whatever. It is what it is. And last but not least. <laughs> She is the woman that does not make this show a bag of dicks. Chaotic Katie. Uh, it's me. <laughs> All right. Just we're cracked gonna her up so much she can't even remember her own name. <laughs> I don't even know who I am. I just need an adult. All right. Yeah, now we're going to get into our next Katie just as bad as you. <laughs> we're going to have to put those girls in timeout, I tell you, Steve. Yeah, um, that's the problem. Right. We're in timeout, and if you knew what was happening, it would it would scar your poor gay heart. Yep. Oh my lord! Scar your poor gay. All heart. right, we're gonna get into our next segment. It's time for breaking news. <laughs> reported by WrestlingNewsSource.com, there has been changes made to StarCast 2. That's what we're going to start mm-hmm. off with here tonight. Vince McMahon got wind of the appearance and was not happy the main roster names are making appearances outside of WWE. 
which means that The Undertaker and Kurt Angle have been pulled from StarCast 2 before the next All Elite Wrestling pay-per-view. Oh, wow. Yep. Well, uh, as we as we reported a few weeks back, um, Undertaker recently signed a new contract. Kurt Angle signed a contract to be a backstage producer. So, okay. probably, you know, Vince put his foot down and said, uh, hey, you, you still work for me. You can't work for them. Now, this is a, now because he connects StarCast with AEW, which technically and legally, they are two entirely separate entities. StarCast is owned totally by Conrad Thompson. It just happens that Conrad is very good friends with Cody, and they've made this uh, nice little business arrangement that um, with the big events comes a star cast. So there you go. Yes. Now, we have to discuss the big news regarding All Elite Wrestling next pay-per-view, and it's a match that nobody saw coming. At Double or Nothing on the 25th of May in Las Vegas, Nevada, it will be Cody Rhodes taking on Dustin Rhodes. Well, I know you were saying yeah. that. I'm just like, what? Yeah, I'm, I, I've got, what, I've got, I've got chills. I've got chills about this one. I mean, I've, I've known Dustin for several years now. I know his abilities, at least, you know, I know what he was like before he had the uh, double knee replacements. And from what I understand, he feels even better now and Mm -hmm. is in better condition now than he was prior to the surgery. So I think this is, I think this is going to be one heck of a match. I am so looking forward to this. Um, Well, WWE stocks have gone up to above $100. Right, right. Yeah. Well, you know what? We've got to keep on with the CEW bit for for a minute here, Sean. Um, Because uh, they've done done some more signings um, on the latest episode of uh, Being the Elite, which is named Dead Friend One. And uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to explain what that is. You're gonna have to watch the episode to uh, figure this out. Dave, um, Katie, want to check that, please? Um, okay, hold on. They've signed they've signed a okay. uh, a tag team called Private Party. Now, this is a team that I'm going to admit I you know they're the uh, high the highlight uh, um, reel is on is on being the elite and I'm, I'm going to have to kind of get used to this team. They do a lot of high flying flippy type stuff and that, and now not necessarily my cup of tea, but you know, see what happens when I actually see them in an extended match. Um, now then this is the, this is one, um, they looks like they might be setting up an intergender match 
at Double or Nothing with the idea that the winner gets to keep a gimmick. Now, here's okay. Now, so here's the thing. Here's the thing on this. Um, we, um, they, they, they did the way they, the way they filmed this. They set it up as two, as two separate uh, meetings. Um, they have Cody coming to Kenny Omega's house up in Alberta, and um, they, and it will. Uh, and they signed Leva Bates with Leva being the librarian. Meanwhile, down in Florida, um, they had Chris Daniels and Nick Jackson sign independent wrestler Peter Avalon and they are they are giving him the character of the librarian so it seems so it seems to me that um, they're they're going to be angling this as a uh, almost as a control type match and winner gets to be the librarian so, all right. So, okay, I'll be back. All right, we're going to let Jeff Blue and Katie take over for just a couple minutes. Uh, oh. They're going to tell you about their favorite things from Raw and SmackDown, which we'll get to in just a little bit. I've got to go reboot, and I'll be right back. I hate when they fucking do this. I really do. So... Mm, I'm like, here. I don't I'm here. I don't know. I don't know what. Uh, they're lucky. Mm. Was I supposed to watch that and pay attention and stuff? I'm just kidding. Are you there? Yeah. Katie? I was yeah. Like, totally out by myself. Hello. <laughs> no, I just don't like it when they put me on the spot and they bloody well know it. I'm back. It doesn't take. It, yeah, it doesn't take two people to go screen a call. Okay. I didn't go screen the call. I told well, you I had to reboot. You had to reboot. Okay, well. Calm down. Calm down, Katie. We got it. We're back. All right. We are going to uh, talk about WWE stocks being up. Um, the mm-hmm. stocks are up for WWE. However, Raw drove very low viewership. This week's mm-hmm. episode scored two thousand uh, no, 2,374,000 viewers, down from last week's 2.66 million viewers. It's quite a jump. Mm-hmm. About 300,000 viewers that did not tune in to Raw this week, whatever the reason may be. Um. So there's there's that. Uh it's it's interesting. It'll it'll be uh it'll be interesting to see what happens and uh definitely something uh you know, the stocks are going up but the viewership is going down. So you tell me how that works. 
Well, stock, pur- stock know, purchases aren't, aren't made by fans. Nope. They're made by capitalists. So, um, now, Jason here was, te- was telling me um, that uh, this tag team private party, he's actually, he's actually seen them a couple of times. They uh, work a lot at uh, House of Glory Wrestling. And okay. and Jason just dropped. Um, and he said, and he says they're pretty good. Uh, like I say, I you know, I'm I'm not necessarily a fan of all the you know flying stuff like this, but you know, who knows? Maybe maybe they maybe they can convince me to like this, like this stuff. So you know, well, we'll just uh, have to kind of see what happens. Yes, uh, All Elite pay-per-view is right around the corner. We are uh, almost uh, exactly one month away, and it'll be interesting to see what happens between now and then with All Elite Wrestling. Uh, Now, keep in mind, All Elite Wrestling is supposed to debut on cable television this fall. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Yep. And all and all and all you know, all things point to them being on uh, on TNT. So yes, TNT uh, or TBS. It'll be one of those networks. Uh, they, uh, I think they're still battling <sighs> to see which one it's going to be. Uh, either one would be great. You got to remember uh, the legacy of TNT 605 Live. Um, not 605 Live. What the heck was that, Sean? Yeah, that's why. He was always like, uh-huh. Try, try, try WCW Monday Nitro. Yeah. Well, I know that. But before that, they were on at 605 on TBS on the Superstation. So, yeah. Yeah, yes. Yes, Georgia Championship Wrestling ever on Saturday nights. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Um, that that turned into Jim Crockett Promotions, the NWA, and all of that. So um, there's a lot of history with either channel with wrestling. So I think it'd be great on either one. Uh, we know that right. Jim Ross is going to be involved. He will be back on the commentary table. This is going to be huge. Now, it's going to depend on who they put with him. If they put some jackass with him, then it's not going to be good. Um, they put somebody good uh, with him, then... Yeah, but, but, it's, but honestly, I mean, if you, if you, look, at, if you look at Cody Bell, they've been making very, very intelligent hires over there. So, I'm... Yeah, I'm, let's put it this way. I'm not the least bit concerned about who will be at that commentary table next to Jim Ross. I mean, number one, it's Jim freaking Ross, okay? Mm-hmm. This guy, this, I mean, Jim Ross on commentary could make a broom doing color sound like a million bucks. Okay? Well, that's true. I just yeah, I just don't want to see Jim have to carry somebody again. You know what I mean? Oh no, uh, I understand what you're saying. Uh, so we will see we will see what happens with that. Um, we've got some other news regarding. Um, well, 
we got Dean Ambrose. All right, we got it. We got it. Well, let's go into this because this is the more current situation, the more pre- more pressing one, and that is the uh, further continuation of the Sasha Banks saga. Um, oh boy, we oh we talked we talked we talked about the uh, about um, the fact that uh, she and Bailey apparently had their little protest over dropping the tag straps, and then um, the idea that uh, Sasha and Alexa Bliss had to be kept apart because they have had legitimate heat for the longest time. But now, um, wow, this is yeah. But this this really, this is really this is really huge right here, guys. Um, this is uh, being reported by uh, Slice Wrestling that as of right now, people in WWE are under the belief that Sasha is likely finished with the company. Their report notes that Sasha has informed WWE. Yeah, now hang on, hang on. Their report notes that Sasha has informed WWE officials that the only way she would even consider returning to action would be if they gave her a proper run as either women's champion or as one half of the women's tag team champions. As of right now, WWE plans on keeping the women's tag team titles on the Iconics for a while. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes, the iconic. Ah. So, Do you realize? So Do you realize? Fingernails on the chalkboard are going to be gone for a while longer. Do you realize when they speak, I I mute. I mute until they until I see them put the mic down. I mute. I can't. I just can't deal with cat in the blender voice. I can't. Mm-mm. I can't do it, man. <laughs> Nope. <sighs> I understand. All right. I understand when I get. I know. I understand when I get animated and when I get excited. My voice octaves do go up a few. You know, um, I'm known for high pitched squeals. I won't do one now because I'm not hurting anybody's ears while I do it. But uh, there's times, dude. You don't have to talk like this all the time. Okay. Like, oh. Oh my God! I just want to backhand him and send the teeth across the room and down the throat. Next. All right, we have the rumor roundup for the day, and uh, I always love getting to this. Uh, following up on yesterday's rumor about backlash being canceled, the Wrestling Observer reports that WWE's June schedule is largely <laughs> up in the air due to the still not 100% Saudi Arabia show on the seventh. That includes the unannounced NXT takeover plans for San Jose on June 8th. Though she's currently listed as SmackDown talent on WWE.com, Brian Alvarez said on the Wrestling Observer Live, Becky Lynch will be a Raw superstar after she drops the SmackDown women's title. Now, here's for the 900-pound elephant in the room. If that was CM Punk at MKE Wrestling last Friday, it wasn't the first time he's appeared at an indie show under a mask. Barstool Sports Sports, Robbie Fox, who said it happened three or four times since 2015. Um, 
CM Punk supposedly made an appearance at MKE Wrestling as a masked ninja type superstar delivering the go to sleep before exiting the ring. This happened in a match between uh, Derek St. Holmes Esquire and a steel at the West Allis, uh God, West Allis, Wisconsin, Knights of Columbus Hall. It was the last event to be ever held in that building, which has a large history going back to the early 2000s. I believe CM Punk actually wrestled in that building. Um, I don't get why we're hiding under a mask. This is the way Punk said he would do it in an interview, but I, I just don't get it. Uh, and while we're speaking of uh, CM Punk, this is what AEW president Tony Khan said. Tony Khan wanted CM Punk to join the brand above everybody else. Meltzer revealed on the most recent edition of Wrestling Observer Radio over the weekend that Punk was actually All Elite Wrestling president Tony Khan's first choice to join the brand above that of Chris Jericho and the Young Bucks. So, I I don't know. Um, you know, there there are people that say he could be all elite, and when when uh, all elite wrestling comes and does this all out pay per view back in Chicago, that Punk could show up. Folks, I'm going to tell you what he's been gone a long time, but if you give that man a live microphone, and I say this because I've seen it happen live, all hell will break loose. Oh, you wow. have to let him be classic CM Punk. You can't, you cannot put a limit on Phil Brooks. Yeah, don't don't muzzle him. Steve, I don't know if you ever worked with Punk yeah. or, or have seen some yes, of his. I, yes, I did. Yes, I did. I I've, I've worked I worked with him on uh, several events, uh, both here and in Wisconsin. So. Um, you get you know this as well as I do. You give that man a live <laughs> microphone, and gold happens. But you also may have a riot that'll happen by the time he's done on that microphone. Yeah. And anybody yeah, that doesn't believe sense. me, go look up some of his IWA Mid-South promos. I think it would be mm-hmm. great if CM Punk came back. I don't think he was able to go out the right way. But we'll see if it happens. Uh, the next thing I want to get to is Darren Young. Darren Young revealed that... Triple H once made him cry backstage during an interview with Chris Van Velt. Young was told that he couldn't use the crossface chicken wing because it was a dangerous hold, only to find out it was being saved for Oscar. Wow. Uh, oh, my God. And... Uh, we, there's there's a lot in this interview If you want to hear it from Darren Young um, You can go listen to it On YouTube It's Chris Van Vlet Darren Young uh, Darren still looks to be in great shape And a big smile on his face In the video interview So um, that's that's somebody That had a bright future And I don't know what the hell happened Yeah, uh, it's it's sad because he he was good. I liked Darren Young a lot. Uh, I liked him too. Very talented. 
The other rumors is that WWE wants to make this year's Men's Money in the Bank winner look like a star. According to WrestleVote, the Twitter account also claims the feeling backstage is that they have completely blown the winners and cash-ins the last two years. Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia is currently advertising Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton, Baron Corbin versus Seth Rollins, and AJ Styles versus Drew McIntyre matches for July's Extreme Rules pay-per-view. And that is today's rumor roundup. All right. All right, now, I'll tell you what, now, I, I want to get to this one because this is a story that uh, um, I found on Twitter. And this, this, is, this is the one that shows you the, um, the, the good side of the business. Now, um, there's a, it's an independent worker out of the uh, D.C. area. He goes under the name of the hitman for hire, Mr. Grimm. Now, his gimmick is that he carries a briefcase with him, and in the mm-hmm. briefcase is a body bag. Um, so on, so on this past Saturday night at a uh, an event that uh, he was involved in in a match, um, the person apparently that he was working took his briefcase off the apron threw it on the ground and stomped on it. And yeah, and I've and I've seen the pictures. I mean he 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 completely demolished this thing. That's and uh Grim says Grim says when I confronted him about it he replied, Don't bring anything to the ring you don't want destroyed. That's rude. That's not how that works. That's, That's not, not how that works. Right. Yeah. That's not yeah. how I've ever. He says my briefcase is a major part part of my gimmick, and now I'm without it. Um, and Jordan Grace apparently um, knows who it is, and she said, "Hope you see this and realize this is not okay, dude." Um, but then, not in any way okay. But then. That's not cool um, at all. Right. But then another well-known independent star. All Eagle Ethan Page saw this, and he responded. He says, hey, how much was it? I'll buy you a new one. And then the promotion uh, Bandit Wrestling um, said, I'm chipping in uh, and asked, where did you get it? And he goes, and and Grim goes, I originally, I originally got it from Air, from uh, from Amazon. Um and so, um, so Paige responded. He says, "Cool, order it. Send me the bill in the DM, and I'll and I'll PayPal you the cash right now." Oh my! Yeah. Oh wow! Um, How sweet! Yeah, yeah. That's very sweet. This, I mean, that's awesome. I mean, that's what it's supposed yeah. to be about because that other wrestler was absolutely not very cool. Um, you know. Our gimmicks or our gimmicks, none of us, you know, like, that would be like me taking a mask and being out there and he going, I'm going to destroy your mask or I destroyed your mask. You shouldn't have had it on. That's not how this works, you know. 
we don't deliberately yeah. take rips in our costumes. We don't, you know, like it's just our gear doesn't get tear, torn up. And and honestly, that person that said that should have their fucking jaw broke. This is the yeah. way I see it right here, right here. Okay, this is exactly how I see it. Now, if that's part of everything, okay. Now, if this has been decided before the match that you're gonna trash something that belongs to me, or if as part of my gimmick, I'm getting a nicer, newer, better briefcase. Go ahead, destroy it. Until then, leave my shit alone. Yeah. Not right. Um, Not cool. Uh, I I actually had kudos to Paige. Kudos to Paige for stepping up like that. When I mean, it's you know, it's not it's not something that he had to do, but he saw this and said, you know, hey. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let this guy go without his gimmick. No, I'll take care of it for him. Ooh, that was very huge of him. Never mind, big of him. Very huge. Yes, that's huge. Um, that's awesome. That's awesome because now. I mean, unfortunately, in the independent circuit, you know, people don't make tons of money to be able to replace gimmicks, especially you know, um, you know, in a in a moment's notice, that kind of thing, because. This guy might be booked for the next weekend, and without his gimmick, that would suck. Yeah, well, like I said, if I'm, if I'm mean, getting it, yeah, that's that's what I was I was saying. You know, if I'm getting a newer, better, cooler briefcase, go ahead, destroy it. Right? Mm mm. Yeah. yeah. No. Fuck. Just, just. Mm. Well, wow. not to mention that if I was going to destroy somebody something. We'd talk about pre-match or be like, you know, hey, right. you know, you discuss that kind of stuff. Hey, exactly. I'm going to bring this exactly. up. And you can totally tear this one up or whatever and, you know, go ahead. But you don't get to just decide that you're going to destroy something of somebody else's because you are king cock on the walk or whatever. You don't get to do that. Mm-mm. I, um, well, I so had... Special. I had something stolen from me that, uh, to me, was priceless. It was given to me by somebody that's no longer with me. Um, and I don't mean that in a dating way. I mean that they're no longer on this earth. Uh, I, ha- I had a jacket that was made and given to me with my wrestling name put on the back of it. And uh, this person that got it for me not only paid a pretty jack- pretty price for the jacket, but pretty paid a pretty price to have my name put on the back of it and um i don't know whatever happened to it it's it it's gone like i i worked one show with it once pulled it out of my gear bag realized they didn't have it called the promotion that i worked for last asked them if they had it they said they didn't know what happened to it nobody turned it in like great somebody somebody stole my jacket and is probably burning it that's awesome and that's why you put a lock on your gear. Well, it's it's Sorry. not that easy. It's not that yeah. easy. Yeah, yeah. and easy. you shouldn't you shouldn't have to be that untrusting of your brothers. You know. Well, and that's just it. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of people in locker rooms these days that shouldn't be in locker rooms. Um, but they're there anyway, and you always have to watch your back. Um, there's there's just so much that goes on. Um, 
Everybody say say hello to Hot Stuff Oons. Hi, Hot Stuff. <laughs> Come on, Jeff. Uh, say God. hello to Hot Stuff Oons. Who the fuck is Hot Stuff? Where, right. where, where is my Jess Blue? All right. Uh, now we have to. Now we have to t- obviously talk about what is the most horrifying thing that they've done to Bray Wyatt to date. Oh my my. Yeah. Oh um, my god. Talk about oh, yeah, talk Eric. about being talk about being creeped out. Oh my god. Mhm. Slightly. Yeah, uh, I saw some of it. Um, I don't like the hair. I think I th- the 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 face reminds me more of Husky Harris, but the the whole promo was just spine chilling. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like uh, I've I've heard some comparisons. Uh, some people have uh, called it Pee Wee's Playhouse meets Saw. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. But that's what it is. I mean, it, it's look, he's going to do some barbaric shit that ain't nobody ever seen before in their lives. And it's only going to come out of Bray Wyatt's head. Yep. I, I I don't, I don't know, you know, if they give Bray a little bit more creative freedom, the the dude will put some of the most, he'll have horror fans watching just because they'll want to see what the guy's going to do next. Yeah. I mean, let's put it this way. For, for those of you who are old enough to remember the brood and remember the bloodbaths, um, you might be you might be seeing something even bigger or worse than bloodbaths, depending on what uh, on what uh, the you know, sponsors and the shareholders will allow Vince to get away with. Well, and that's true. Mm-hmm. And you also have to remember that if they move him to SmackDown, SmackDown is going to be PG thirteen, to whereas Raw is not, unless they change the rating of both shows in the fall, uh, which they very well could do. Um, there's, there's been a a lot of talk about WWE going back to PG 13. Um, will it happen? We don't know. Uh, we know that Fox wants a more edgier style of a WWE product. Now is the other network uh, sports oriented. Right. Now is, is USA going to want that kind of product on their network again? We don't know. We know that USA had no problem with it back in the day. So, never say never, and we'll see what happens. I watch it. On, I, I watch. I watch both on USA, on my Android well, box. Right, but SmackDown is moving this fall. Mhm. So you'll have SmackDown on Fox that Fox wants the edgier style, and a PG thirteen. Yeah. Uh, regular Fox, I think. Yeah, regular Fox. Um, okay. so, so which means they'll have they'll have. WWE and ROH on one channel. Yes. Wicked. Up there, anyway, not here. Well, they yeah, yeah, I gotta say, yeah, because uh, ROH down here 
um, is only you know if you get it on you get it on the flight app, uh, or if your area has unfortunately a, a Sinclair broadcasting station. Now, uh, we, we have told everybody this is one of the most exciting times to be a wrestling fan in the world. You have Ring of Honor that just with New Japan that just sold out Madison Square Garden. They're getting ready to sign a return date. You have AAA that is going to be coming to Madison Square Garden in September. You have two huge pay-per-views announced from All Elite Wrestling that are coming up this uh, summer. You have one next month, and you have another one, I believe, in July. These are going to be huge pay-per-views. You also have whatever is going to happen with Ring of Honor between now and then. There is huge rumor that New Japan could come over here and do their own show. Well, New Japan did announce, and we we, uh, talked about this last week, when you weren't on, um, the first date that they announced for their – tour in uh, the U.S. in July is going to be in uh, in uh, Dallas at the uh, American Airlines Arena, which holds 20,000. Yes. So it's, you, you've got that going on. You've got uh, Impact doing the best that they can possibly do. They're obviously not doing enough, but they're doing what they can. So, then you have uh, what's going to be the new fall TV schedule. Monday night will remain raw. Tuesday night will be, uh, uh, Tuesday night will be AEW Tuesday night dynamite. Um, Wednesday will still be NXT. And I believe NXT UK. I don't think that's going to change. Although they, yeah. you know, Triple H has said they're bringing another, something to Fox on Tuesday nights or something. FS1, I think it was. Fox Sports 1. Um, Then on Thursdays, uh, well, you don't have anything. Friday is going to be loaded because you have have New Japan on Access. You have Impact on Pursuit and Twitch. And then in the fall, you will have SmackDown Live and I believe, uh, Katie, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Ring of Honor on Fridays, too? Uh, no, Saturday morning. Okay. Saturday yeah. morning. So, Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, but you still yeah. have three wrestling no, shows Saturday running. Morning, excuse me. Saturday morning and Sunday night. Excuse me. Um, Whoa. You know. Uh, it's okay. Um, you know, you have three shows on Friday night on cable. And I get all but one of them. I don't know. I don't think I get pursued. I'd have to look, but yeah. I do get new Japan. Um, and I do record new Japan every week. Um, so you have that, you'll have SmackDown and you know, you, you have yeah. impact to watch too. So, I mean, you have right. three options. And Saturdays, on Friday night. Right. And then Saturdays, uh, BN has, uh, MLW. And uh, is Warrior Wrestling still, or not Warrior, Warriors of Wrestling still a thing that uh, Francisco was on? On WGN? Um, not, that I've, not, that I've, not that I've seen, no. So, unfortunately, okay. I get that uh, kind of cracked out. Um, 
And then, you know, I believe uh, women's of re- Women of Wrestling is getting ready to come back. Right. Uh, wow. They're, yeah, they're getting, re- they're getting ready to shoot their second season uh, in a few weeks um, at, the, at the same uh, theater in uh, L.A. that uh, they shot last season, which that is a gorgeous place, seriously. Yes. Um, great, so, great I mean, you, you've, got some, you've got some huge stuff that is going to be going on with um, this new product and everything that's going on in this, um, you know, world that is wrestling. If you're not a fan now, I don't know that you'll ever be a fan. If you don't become a fan uh, by watching AEW or some of the new stuff that's being produced, I don't know that you'll ever be a fan because the wrestling business is about to be on a huge upswing. We think 2019 is going to be a big year. That ain't going to be nothing because 2020 is going to be even bigger. All Elite Wrestling is going to pull out all the stops. Ring of Honor is going to pull out all the stops. From the sounds of it, AAA is going to pull out all the stops. New Japan may pull out more stops. And we know that Vince is going to have to up his game with All Elite Wrestling gunning the way that they are. It's going to be an exciting time to be a wrestling fan. You need to jump on board because this is this is this. For those of you that were that grew up in the '90s on '90s Monday Night Wars, get ready because it's going to be it's going to be about that. what is the word that I want to? It's going to be that uh, same mentality again. Here, real quick. Yeah, especially exactly, in the fall exactly. if if uh, right. WWE does something else. So right. get on board. Um, speaking of uh, oh, and and another and another thing too. Um, if you have not seen Dark Side of the Ring, uh, there's two episodes that have aired so far. And yes. I've watched and I've watched both of them. Um the uh Randy Savage and Elizabeth episode. Um I knew I knew some of the things about Randy with uh with some with some of his personal issues in that. But right. honestly honestly there 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 was stuff um that uh Linda Belay Hulk Hogan's ex-wife uh, told mm-hmm. about about them that I had no clue, and then yeah. they took on the Montreal screw job. Oh, wow! And this, now, and this one, they did not, they did not, they did not go and just and just play and just play this kosher. They let. Jim Cornette and Vince Russo each talk about their versions of how of how that all went down, including the including the negative um, feelings that each has towards the other. So I mean, you talk about words and all, they show it. Words and all. Wow. Steve, you sound static again. Check your mic, Steve, because you sound staticky. Um, 
Now, the other thing is this. Uh, where did that come from? Oh, well. Uh, the other thing is this. Uh, okay. You're, we, we have talked a lot about this, and I was talking about this with a friend Monday. And we have huge news regarding what Vince is doing at this time. The script for Raw was finalized four minutes before the full bleh. The script for Raw was finalized four minutes before the show went live. Wow. Tells you that Vince is grasping, grasping yeah. to do everything he can. And if, look, if, it, if this is the way that Vince is going to be for the rest of the year, AEW's already got the game one in my book. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, he's rewriting, if he's rewriting scripts four minutes before the show goes live, he's fucked. Like, that's, that's a simple way to put it. He is fucked. There's no two ways about it. it Insane in the membrane. Insane it is, in the brain. It is time. <laughs> For Vince to step back and give the rein to Triple H or whoever it's going to be and say, write this show and write it good the first time. Because I swear to God, Steve will tell you. Steve will tell you. If we had a TV show and had to rewrite the script four minutes before we went on the air, somebody would die. I would not want to be around either one of you. It would be horrible. Like, if you had to rewrite the script four minutes before it went live – both of you men would lose your little kitty cat minds. I would not want to be in that room. I would be like, no, I'm out. They, they, yeah. Hurricane Steve, yeah. Hurricane Sean, they, it's an F5. Let's get the fuck out. I, no, would, be, I would be, I, let's put it this way. I would be throwing stuff. <laughs> I would be throwing stuff. Seriously. <laughs> I would take my you know good what? arm you know what? and I would, would I would hand no you things. No, oh, yeah. no, I'd be no, handing you no, things. You know what? I'll no hand you things to throw. I will, I will let you. Yeah. I would. I would hand you things to throw. I would find things for you to throw. Whether um, it be cat toys, whatever, man. <laughs> look, you cannot finalize a show four minutes before it goes on the air and and expect all of these changes to make magic happen. Which is why raw viewership was down. We talked about that while Steve was away screening. Raw viewership for this week was down below 200 and uh, uh, shit. Damn you, wrestling news source. You froze on me. Uh, There we go. I would hit a motherfucker with a motherfucker if I had to be in a room with you two and that we were rewriting stuff. I would just be, I would quit. No offense. I love both of you guys, but nah, you guys would be horrible to be around. Um, this week's episode of Raw scored 2,374,000 viewers down from last week's 2.66 million viewers. Oh, and that's geez. because he rewrote the show four minutes before it went live. And the Woo! show wasn't that good. I mean, yeah, I mean, scary. 17 scary. minutes of talk. Yeah. Oh. 17, the first 17 minutes of the show was talk. 
then they went to commercial, and then they started the first match. Yep. I don't know if a, a, if a wrestling program ever did this, but here, here's the new Seriously, concept for you. This is the thing, Sean. I said this before. Time, let me let Even me say this. A Monday night wall opening did not take this long. Right. I'm gonna say this. There is a great concept that we could do here. And this is what I would do. Raw goes on the air. You have one guy in the ring already ready to go. You flash up his his name and all of that. You bring out whoever your top baby face or top heel is for your opening match. You have that first match happen. Then after that first match takes place, you can have whatever angle talk-wise that you want to have happen. But within that first 15 minutes, there needs to be a match that happens. If there isn't, fans will tune away. Or if you're like me and you're talking to your colleagues while you're watching Raw or SmackDown, you'll turn away if it's something uninteresting. If there is somebody in that in that ring for 17 minutes that does not shut the hell up and is causing the action to be delayed, I will look at my computer screen or turn on a song from my music playlist and mute okay, the television. Sad. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's the truth. You're going to have people that are going to look at their phones and be looking at their phones and not at that TV screen because you don't have action in that ring. And this is where AEW is going to really pull some punches with Vince because I guarantee you when that, when that show goes live, one of the first things that they will focus on is action in that ring. And that's what set WCW apart from everybody else. It's what has to be done again. Focus on the action in the ring. Your first 15, 20 minutes of the show, action. Have that first match go 15 minutes. It's going to set the pace for the entire program. Mm -hmm. You do that, then you can do whatever angles you want, whatever backstage segments you want, whatever you need to do. Then you put another match in the ring. You keep doing that. You build up to your main event. And you make sure that by the end of hour one, you've built a main event that people aren't going to tune out from. Yeah. You don't do that. I would love to see... You know, um, a you know if if we're if we're get, if we're getting um, New Japan the way that um, they see it and in, in, in over over there and that I love that because it's action 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 then maybe when it's all over then you get you know you get something. Uh, Either you know, mic time backstage or uh, or mic time um, you know, in the ring. Otherwise, like the Marquis says, wrestling. Well, uh, but the thing about it is this, and we know this to be true. Vince would rather focus on all the drama that he can put around the matches than the matches themselves. Mm. Yeah. Indeed. And it's been like that for years. Yep. It's sad, but this is where AEW is going to come in and make a killing. 
because you're going to have fans, you're going to have new fans that get attracted that will tune into WWE or tune into AEW like that, see that there's another wrestling program on, tune into WWE, not like that, and then now you have you have a whole new following. But they're not going to like WWE product. They're going to like AEW for the fact that they can tune in and see action right away. They're going to tune into WWE, and for the first 15 minutes, they're going to see somebody standing in that ring running their flap. You tell me what yeah, somebody's exactly. going to want to see. Compelling, right. compelling action or 15 minutes of speech that could have been wrapped up in about seven. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I mean, it's, um, it's sad. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, I guess say here's something that we definitely need to break. Uh, this involves somebody that uh, I've worked with uh, previously, and uh, all of you, rest of you know know her. Um, Jazz has had to, unfortunately, relinquish the NWA Women's World Championship. Um, yes. She's uh, dealing with some uh, medical and personal issues right now, and so um, she's so she's going to go. So she's going to be taking time off, obviously, to take care of whatever the medical issues are. Hopefully, after she gets done with that, then she'll be able to eventually return to the ring. But uh, want to wish her all the best. Yeah, I was always a fan of jazz, even even going back to her earlier days. And uh, great talent. Uh, don't know what happened between her and WWE. That's a long story that would make for a great interview. Um, but it's uh, yeah, I did hear about that, and it's uh, it's a situation that just sucks. Um, <clears throat> we have some things that were announced for Money in the Bank. Um, it's it's going to be a weird pay per view. Um, yeah, yeah. It's going to be the one thing that we have to talk about is Bobby Roode changes his name. Oh my god, Robert Roode. <laughs> I love and, that. And, you, you know okay, what, guys? And, the thing is this: mm, he he was Robert Roode at one point in TNA. He's got to get rid of the porno star mustache, okay? You know what it is? <laughs> yeah, that cracked me up. Well, it looks like shit. 
I absolutely love the fact that he said that because, like, it, it's a character and it is, mm-hmm. and it is what it is. And honestly, I would, I've, I've gone to the mic and I've said, you know, somebody says something about the way I'm dressed, and I'll be like, and your husband can't keep his eyes off me, and maybe if you dressed a little bit like me, he'd pay attention to your fat ass too. Woo! Wow. That's why I'm a heel. I do it well. I'm just saying. All I gotta say is you could never say that to me because, uh, yeah, I dress immaculate. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, um, I mean, I mean, seriously, I seriously, you you know, you look at you look at the close-up picture of him, and it's like, yeah, he's he's definitely trying to trying to channel Rick. Uh, that that was uh, yeah. that was interesting. Well, the last thing I want to talk about here tonight, but before we do that, I want to give you all a reminder. Tomorrow night we get a little extreme. <laughs> when Bill Alfonso, Daddy, calls it right down the middle live on Wrestling Authority Radio, right back here on the Evolution Radio Network. At 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central Standard Time. Once again, it will be Bill Alfonso, Daddy, calling it right down the middle tomorrow night on Wrestling Authority Radio. But hold on a second. When Steve does it, it's, it's Bill Alfonso calling it straight down the middle, Daddy. That's what I've been hearing since last yep. week. You're saying it wrong, yep. Mother Chucker. You said it wrong. Uh, he will call it right down the middle. He is... Daddy. One of the best referees to ever grace the ring, the legendary Bill Alfonso. And tomorrow How come night, I keep hearing daddy. Like, I, there's just all kinds of dad. I, I, somebody's got a daddy complex, daddy. and it's not just me. It was, and it's not, hey, man. Mm-mm. <clears throat> um, we'll be talking to him about all things CCW and his other parts of his career. And uh, ladies, I want you to do your homework. Your homework for tonight is to go watch the match between Bill Alfonso and Beulah McGillicuddy. I ain't doing shit tonight. I'm going yeah, to put that, put that in the chat so that I can, like, because I'm going to watch it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead. You don't even yep. know. Uh, that's, oh, uh, that's your homework and because we'll be talking we about that tomorrow that. night. It was one of the most iconic me- moments in ECW history, uh, when not- Bill Alfonso took on Beulah McGillicuddy. And, You're not my uh, real dad. Don't never- tell me what to Can do. I tell- You're not my dad. You're not if my you real dad. Never- Don't tell me what to do. If you have never seen this match, go look it up. Uh, you can submit your questions now. For tomorrow night for Bill Alfonso at Wrestling Authority Radio on Facebook. Um, I do not know that we will be taking live callers as uh, there there have been some issues with that yet again. So, with that being said, I want to talk about the departure of the Shield from WWE. Um, yeah, he is. He is gone. We don't know what the future holds for Dean Ambrose, who I promise you will go back to the name of Johnny Moxley. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the shield is. Do a variation of, of Dean Ambrose. Who knows? Because he's had that name for so long now. Well, you never, you know. you, n- you never know. But uh, the shield, uh, the, the uh, Sunday was the last time that you saw the shield, unless you saw them Monday night. I don't know if Dean was there Monday night or not. Um, no, he wasn't. So, the shield is gone. Uh, one of the most iconic uh, factions to come across WWE right. in the recent years, and. Um, Oh, and another of, group made their last appearance that very same night at that at that show in Moline, and that's the Riot Squad. Yes. Um, uh, so you have you have the, the you have the Shield full of three individuals that uh, their legacies precede them. Um, Dean Ambrose was a star before he came to WWE. Tyler Black was a huge star before he came to WWE. Um, Roman Reigns has the Samoan dynasty behind him. And, God bless him. You know, um, look, that that Samoan dynasty, I've met a couple of those guys. We've talked to some of those guys on this radio show. Uh, mm-hmm. God rest his soul, but uh, Rosie we had on this program. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. Um, he's part of that dynasty. So that dynasty has so many members of it and goes so far back that, um, look, the, the shield put together as one unit was made of three individuals that created magic. And they created magic because they knew how to work together they, they, you know, they were probably put together from the start and, and didn't know what was going to happen to them. But once it all t- started to take off, the cat did. Look, all three, all three of those guys have held the WWE main title. One of them, anyway. Well, yeah, and in fact, three of them, three of them held it the same night. Um, so. You know, it's 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 one of those things. The Shield will always be remembered. Uh, never say never in this business. Uh, just because Dean is not working for WWE now does not mean that he'll never come back. We know that Vince offers good money for his people to come back and, and you know, do that. Um, we don't know if, it, you know, Dean just wants some time off from wrestling in general, if he's going to go back to the independents, if he's going to be all elite, if he'll go to Japan. Um we don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Um, but I hope that uh, there is a day that we see the Shield together one more time. And uh, whether that be in a WWE ring or not, uh, we'll all have to wait and see on that as well. As far as the Riot Squad, uh, that is sad. But um, we, we knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. Um, I love hopefully, the Riot Squad. Hopefully, this does not mean an end to Sarah Logan's career. Um, should that be. would just that was sad. That would be sad. They should. Um, what they gr- should do is they they should keep they should keep Bryant and and Sarah together. I don't see why they can't. You know, I don't understand well, why they can't. Well, my, because well, wrestling is a whole bunch of fucking politics. Yeah. Well, here's what I think is going to happen: is that. Uh, Sarah is going to wind up with uh, with her husband uh, Raymond Rowe, um, 
a.k.a. Eric now. A.k.a. the Viking Raiders. We had a oh, name Yeah, the, Vi- the, Vikings, the Viking Raiders, the, the war experience, whatever the heck they're going to call it next week. I mean, my God. Since <laughs> they had a perfectly good name, why did you screw it up? Hey, you know what? I learned a long time ago, especially in entertainment, it doesn't matter what you call me as long as you sign my name right on the check. <laughs> well, that's true, That's too. all it that's matters. True, and too. so here's the deal. Because they're changing their names, guess what? Some poor little people that have a podcast in the middle of America are actually talking about it. Guess what? There's no such thing as negative controversy. There's no such thing as negative promotion, negative publicity. All of a sudden, it is relevant. People are talking about it. People are like, whatever the fuck their name is, why did they change their name? But people are looking it up and going, hey, we should talk about this. (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, depend depending on you know, the negative publicity. If the negative publicity is, hey, the boss is an idiot for changing their names. Yes. Again. If the negative publicity is there are a couple there are a couple of jackasses outside of the ring, then no, that's not good publicity. Um, so. Now, the last thing that we have to mention tonight is that. Um, we have well, the big O. The big O is back. The big O, huh? Kevin hmm. Owens. Oh, oh yeah, I got. Or should seriously? we say chaos? Seriously, I farted really fucking loud before he drop kicked Kofi. Oh, no joke, no joke. No, you okay? You you weren't around for this, but about a minute and a half before. Yeah, about a minute and a half before KO would come on, or KO would come on with uh, with with Chris, I'd have to go take a dump every single time. Him and him and Chris Jericho would come on, like just before they would come on, I'd have to run to the bathroom, or just before like if they opened if they opened the show, about five minutes before the show, I'd have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> no joke. They know. They know all about it. They were my laxative, man. And yep. Ko continues yep. to be my laxative well after. And um, Corbin's now, been my now laxative. The are, now the yeah. iconics are getting to be one of her laxatives with their annoying voices. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, no, 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 they will. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just. I'll just make it an excuse, you know. But yeah. <laughs> KO is a laxative to me. Um, and then um, one of the Hardys was injured. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff was hurt at a house show this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell was that? That was one of Katie's ginormous burps. Yeah, with my mouth closed. Katie? With my, with my mouth closed. Good God, did you get any fucking on you? My fucking God. No, man, no, man. my mouth is closed. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it oh for us God. here. Hey, guy, I'll tell you what. Um, I got I to make one last quick one. Um, Big Cass is making a fool of himself again. 
Yeah. He took he took to Twitter and uh, took a little blast at the Briscoe brothers and uh, the fans of Ring of Honor. Cap claims him and Enzo are draws and make money, but fans don't like them because their quote work rate isn't high enough and they quote talk too much. And then the he said the Briscoes make some make some money and move off that bleep bleep farm. Wow. And this is Cass, and he's the tallest man in the room, and you can't teach that. that. <laughs> so what? I'm sorry, wrong. I love Enzo. I really do. I love him I love too. Enzo. I, love I think him they're too. fucking stupid. <laughs> um, Even well, if they I are S-A-W-S, so <laughs> Well, I know I know one thing neither one of them aren't, and that's S M A R T smart. Or employed. I was gonna say the other one is E M P L O Y E D employed. 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 Because they're just cowboys, don't you know? That is He's the brokest man in the room, and you can't teach that. <laughs> no. <laughs> he is the brokest uh, man in the room right now. That is going to do it for us tonight. Um, <laughs> join us tomorrow night for oh, Wrestling Authority Radio, Daddy, oh, with stop. Bill Alfonso, Daddy. Who's your daddy, Here's Daddy? Jesus, stop, Daddy. Fuck, will you please do it right, Steve? Please? <laughs> God damn it. Where are you going? Right down the middle, Daddy. Thank you. <laughs> uh, indeed he will. Who's your daddy? If you're Who's looking your daddy? for daddy? more information with uh, <laughs> regarding RWF Rebellion Rising, check us out on Facebook. We're going to post the official statement probably in the morning. It is facebook.com backslash RWF Pro. Be sure to tune in tomorrow night. Wrestling Authority Radio live at 9 Eastern, 8 o'clock Central Standard Time with Bill Alfonso. You better be here for that. It's going to be insane. It's going to be extreme, as Paul Heyman would say. Wow, you sounded so butch there, Sean. I'm impressed. I think I'm laughing. That is so you got, like all books, it made me all warm and tingly. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am sadistic Sean David, along with my co-host. The Dean of Referee Steve Kane. <laughs> the completely clinically insane Jeff Blue, a.k.a. Malice Mayhem. <laughs> You know what time it is, folks. You don't have to go home. You can't stay here. I'm chaotic, Katie. Get the fuck out. Good night, everybody. <laughs> out. Good night. Out. Out. He out. says Canadian out. style. Out. Out. Out.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. 
No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.